Welcome to another edition of Shooting with Shaker. I am Jay Shaker. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. It's been a little while since I've been on the airwaves. A lot going on with yours truly personally. But I gotta tell you, I had to come back on here and do this special podcast because it is WrestleMania weekend. It is once again a two-night event as it was last year due to the pandemic. Of course, there was no fans available uh, to, or excuse me, allowed to take uh, part in WrestleMania. But it is a fan's experience this year. They're going to be, from what I understand, uh, allotted X amount of people allowed into Raymond James Stadium. But I got to tell you, it's a little disappointing to see past WrestleManias, and people can blame COVID and, and all of this nonsense for this, but I just think it's a bad product. Uh, WrestleMania is not sold out. There are still tickets available the day of the event, if you can believe it. And uh, in, in the past, we've seen that WrestleMania has sold out within minutes of tickets going on sale, six, eight months in advance. I mean, they normally put, excuse me, they normally put uh, WrestleMania tickets what, on sale back in November or October, somewhere along in there, usually five, six months in advance, and they usually sell out within, I don't know, five, ten minutes of them going on sale. But uh, tickets still available for day of the event, and uh, that's, I think, very indicative of the product that Vince McMahon is putting out there. Uh, the fact that it's uh, just not very good at all. Let's go ahead and run down what's going on and uh, my predictions for this particular WrestleMania weekend. Uh, let's see. Steel Cage match. Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, I think, is over easy on this one. Uh, Braun will squash him through most of the match, and then uh, there'll probably be some sort of interference, uh, a ref bump. Anything goes in the cage match, they're you gonna let them in anyway because of the of the gimmick. Probably Elias and uh, Jackson Riker and I don't know maybe someone's grandmother uh, will run in here and and cause Braun to lose the matchup to Shane McMahon, ending a pointless and meaningless feud uh, for Braun Strowman. And uh, I think Braun's just one of those guys that the WWE just simply does not know what to do with. Um, Sure, there is some talent there. Not the best wrestler in the world. Not, uh, definitely not very good on the stick. Uh, but uh, certainly there is something there if they give him the right uh, particular person to uh, have as his mouthpiece out there. I think he could be very marketable. Uh, maybe even a Paul Heyman. Uh, he apparently had been working with Roman Reigns and now is just an afterthought with Reigns in, in his, uh, his heel run here as Roman's promos have gotten very, very good uh, of late. And uh, Heyman has just been uh, basically an afterthought. So definitely pairing Heyman with, with Braun Strowman, uh, heel, babyface, whatever, um, I think would be very good for Braun's career. But as far as WrestleMania today, Shane McMahon uh, gets the W. Uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, they've been pushing Belair. I really don't think that there's any reason to think that they will not dethrone Sasha Banks as the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, just uh, very easy to call that one. Uh, Cesaro, 
necessary guy to get pushed. I think he is a legitimate main eventer, and they're trying to put him in that position. If they're smart, they'll let him go over against uh, Seth Rollins, who live him or hate him has been a proven commodity and uh, would give some legitimacy to Cesaro with a big W at WrestleMania this year. Uh, let's see, The Fiend and Randy Orton. Uh, what can I say about this train wreck? Um, Orton been squashed in a lot of um, serious, uh, well, not so serious encounters and being screwed over by Alexa Bliss and all of her uh, antics. Honestly, I would love to see Randy Orton go over in this one just because The Fiend, um, there, there isn't anything left for him to do. I mean, the split personality characters before he got burned, yes, I was kind of into, I got it, I think it was marketable. Now you're just dealing with a demonic presence. It's not dark, it's not otherworldly like The Undertaker's Mystique. It's just demonic and evil, and quite honestly, I don't think it's good for business. I think we need to uh, pitch The Fiend to the curb and uh, repackage Bray Wyatt once again. Maybe bring back the, uh, the cult leader from the swamp once again. Somebody that did outstanding promos uh, back in the day with Bray Wyatt. I don't know, or maybe Bray just needs to leave and uh, go to AEW. But I think, I, I don't see Orton going over in this one, but I think what's good for business is Orton brings an end to The Fiend and then uh, maybe takes a hiatus into obscurity and, and comes back himself uh, as uh, a babyface Randy Orton. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Drew McIntyre, WWE Championship match against Bobby Lashley. I honestly see Lashley taking this one over. Uh, during uh, WrestleMania weekend because of the political climate that we're currently living in, and I'll just leave that alone right there. Uh, I, I don't see how Drew McIntyre can really carry a third run if they're not going to do live shows uh, after WrestleMania. They're going to continue with this uh, uh, Thunderdome concept after Mania, which I really don't understand whatsoever. If you can do two live shows back-to-back, why not start actually making some money for your product and well yeah that's right you can't even sell tickets to your biggest show of the year well i understand lashley over is my prediction uh on mcintyre let's see what other uh nonsense is going on uh, i think it's an easy call for omas and aj styles to go over on the new day at least i hope so Let's disband the New Day and, uh, let's see, send them down to the independents and uh, not ever book them. Just two guys that I think that are over-pushed, over-hyped. Um, so I think AJ and Omos go over in this one. That's an easy pick. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn's over in this one, honestly, because uh, these guys will have a great match. It'll be back and forth, have wrestled each other numerous times in numerous promotions. We'll have a great match. Unfortunately, we'll probably steal the show, but not get the recognition that it deserves. And I think Zayn is over in this one, and I don't think he does it cleanly. I think there's going to be some interaction with this Logan Paul, whoever the hell he is. Um. <laughs> oh, I don't keep up with stuff. Anyway, 
I think Zayn is over in this matchup. As far as the women's tag team division, um, I would like to see Natty and Tamita get the uh, the dupe in the uh, multiple team tag lady matchup on night one and then eventually go on to defeat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, Baszler by herself can be very dominant and very marketable. Perhaps maybe a run with Rhea Ripley who probably will defeat Asuka uh, at the pay-per-view uh, WrestleMania. But as far as Jackson Baszler, yeah, they tried to put him over as being dominant, but it just looks like a thrown-together tag team that never really gelled, never really made sense to me. And um, the fact that, that Nia Jax has went from the dominant big lady of the division to uh, this basically smitten a shell of her former self uh, to me is just so incredibly terrible and and it's uh, a bit revolting to be honest with you but I think it's time for Jackson Baszler to go their separate ways so drop the belts to Natty and Tamina and try to bring some credibility to the women's tag team titles if you're going to have them at all if not then just disband them and uh, make them go away never thought it was a good idea anyway um, let's see, what else am I forgetting? Probably forgetting a great deal. Oh, uh, Bad Bunny, Damian Priest over Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison job for everybody. I think Miz and Morrison are probably, some of them do some of the more entertaining segments on Monday Night Raw. That's really the only reason why I watch Monday Night Raw anymore, is just to listen to their, uh, their silliness that they do. But I think Priest and Bad Bunny will end up going over in this, what will probably be a uh, popcorn match. Uh, let's see. Hogan and Titus O'Neil co-hosting. That's another yawn moment for me. Not really much to predict in that. Uh, other than it'll probably be the same Hogan promo that you've heard for the last thousand years. And Titus O'Neil, um, probably a nice guy off camera, has been known for his uh, uh, philanthropy uh, throughout um, his tenure in WWE, but what uh, what what do they bring by hosting the show other than maybe just doing a little bit of filler here and there, which basically is going to be the content of WrestleMania anyway, simply filler. Um, WWE champion or a Universal Championship match. Now this is the one that. Uh, I'm a little bit pondered on, but I think Daniel Bryan goes over in this one. If he does, please have him drop the belt immediately and not to Edge. Let's send Edge back into obscurity, especially with the heel turn recently. Um, do not let him complete the, the, the comeback. It was uneventful at best. Yes, he won the Royal Rumble, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I just don't see a guy who's trying to feign intensity out there and trying to heal on, but he comes off as looking as a cartoon character that is in bad need of a uh, fix uh, of, for some sort of chemical dependency. Uh, it can be a credible universal champion, and besides, it'll just be like Brock Lesnar if he only shows up uh, with the welfare mentality of a champion. I want the belt and I only work such and such days. Um, yeah, 
And Brian, we know, I think if he wins the championship, will just be a token kind of thing because I think everyone knows that his contract is due soon and he is not thinking about jumping ship, but uh, just jumping out of the business completely. And I think, um, you know, back in his day, he was a great wrestler. Now he's just another pawn for uh, Vince McMahon. So, best case scenario, Roman Reigns keeps the Universal title at least for another month and then drops the belt immediately after WrestleMania to a credible uh, challenger. Cesaro, anyone? And Brian retires after a uh, pretty good run and Edge, you know, thankfully fades back into obscurity and we don't have to hear anything more from him. I mean, the guy's already been inducted into the Hall of Fame and... You know, he's already done and written books and did movies and all that stuff. Why does he need to come back and annoy me by being on my TV Friday nights? <laughs> Just my thought. I'm sure that there's probably more uh, stuff in the, the WrestleMania undercards that I'm forgetting but let's just say yours truly not even going to bother watching it because uh, or, or or even checking out the results for it because you know what's the point if uh, the fed can't sell tickets to its biggest wrestling event of the year and i know a lot of people are blaming COVID, then you know that it's not going to be a very good show uh, no matter how much they try to dress it up in uh people singing the national anthem and playing special entrances live and so on and so forth with all the pomp and circumstance that Wrestlemania is known for uh, you still can't put lipstick on a pig and even if you polish a turd what do you have I'm Jay Shaker this has been a short edition with shooting with Shaker uh, you're surely going to be joined by another host here very very soon so stay tuned to the podcast certainly do appreciate it thank you so much for joining us, joining me, maybe it is us, I don't even know anymore, thanks for listening guys.